Alright, how is everyone doing? Welcome to another episode of Strum and Drum with me, Dave Donahue, and me, Avi Craddock. So, Ave, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about TV theme songs and how music is around you, even though you don't think you're taking it in. It's everywhere. And we talked a couple of weeks ago about classic bands. And just to say that even if you thought you never actively listened to an album, you're still taking in music all the time. Uh, I suppose maybe this episode might hark to parents a little bit more, or adults, so to speak, uh, than kids, because a lot of the themes we're covering today, they are classics, uh, so they might be known to children, but they might be more known to adults, so this one's for the older people, (laughs) (laughs) trying to find a nicer word there, sorry. This one is for people who are into older cartoons and stuff like that. From the 80s yeah. So me and Ave, We're definitely not old We're just into like MacGyver and stuff like that Yeah <laughs> That's it We'll put it that way yeah. <laughs> Maybe <clears throat> um, So uh, Yeah we were chatting about it today Earlier on And we were thinking about What we'd cover today And as we were thinking about it We basically thought of Some old TV themes t- TV themes that Let's say They're from days gone by However the musical impact They would have had on us As kids and even into teenage years, I remember learning the Power Rangers theme on guitar. That was the day I realised, Jesus, all those mornings I spent watching Power Rangers and I had no idea how hard that guitar part is. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Anybody who needs to check it out, just look at somebody played on YouTube. So we're chatting today about the effect TV teams can have on your playing, what they can have on what you're interested in, and also breaking down one or two little pieces from older TV themes. Is it okay to call them like vintage TV themes? Classic. Classic, classic love it. Classic. <laughs> classic TV themes. So, do you want to kick it off, if? Yeah, uh, well, I just suppose to reference there as well, uh, Stan Lee, wasn't it? Yeah. We just were talking when we came in this morning about uh, Stan Lee having passed on. He was the Marvel magazine uh, designer and creator who was responsible for... What was it? Spider-Man. Spider-Man, the Hulk. The Hulk. And loads. Doctor Iron Strange. Man. Yeah, loads yeah. of different stuff. Anyway, so he was the one that got us, we are just remarking how he passed away and he got us thinking about this TV team stuff. And I have just had my mind blown there a few minutes ago by, we started thinking about it and I started, we started listening back to a few different ones and to hear Joe 90 for me, which was on the telly back on Network 2 back in the day. Um, like that you'd be getting up in the morning watching a bit of telly or whatever and uh <clears throat> it's funny like even the jingles in between the ad breaks and all that stuff like when you hear them back when you're older like you 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 start to realize how much of an influence they had like when you're a kid you're totally taking it all in but anyway i just listened back to joe 90 there and i can't believe how prominent the backbeat is in joe 90 so when I play, <clears throat> lots of people straight off the bat say I pl- I'm a loud player, mm-hmm. really loud drummer. And um, I am a loud drummer. But what I, what I definitely have that people like, especially for dancing, like for the weddings and for even in my time with the Saw Doctors and all that kind of stuff, is people used to like the way my backbeat was so snappy. So it's easy to align yourself with that backbeat. It's quite, you know, solid like there's no getting away from it so i always if you're wondering what a backbeat is it's like 
when they're singing in the gospel choir and they're clapping. So if they're singing like joy, 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 yeah, joy, 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 I got joy, 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 I got joy, 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 or whatever it might be, it's that, and like it's the that's really the hinge that keeps a lot of pop and rock music, R and B music, all that stuff together. And when you listen back to Joe Ninety, do 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 do. So heavy on the backbeat, the whole riff, which is legend by the way, <coughs> is constructed I think towards the backbeat, or that the drummer was very aware of that backbeat. And just when I heard it there, I was like, "Geez, that has really influenced my playing." It totally has. Like it just kind of had a make sense moment. So um, even though. If you're an adult, like, and your kids might be sitting down to watch telly or whatever, it might be an idea to draw their attention to the music if they're studying music, because uh, there can be so much in those those TV tunes. So that's my first one, anyway. Joe Ninety, and for any drummers out there listening to the podcast, listen back to Joe Ninety. The drumming is epic on it, and I am going to Google, try and find out who was that drummer who played on that original, and and maybe then that will open up. A new avenue for me as an adult. If that drummer was a session player, was he on any other famous albums? And uh, try and try and find them. I really like the drumming on it. I have to say, it's class. Deadly. Over to you, Dave. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, Joe Ninety. Just when you're saying backbeat, there, Ducktales. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ducktales is class. That's one where it, and um, some of these I have looked up. Power Rangers, the guy who wrote the Power Rangers theme, I'll get back to DuckTales in a sec, uh, the guy who wrote Power Rangers, uh, I think he was the creator of it as well. So oh. he wrote the TV theme. Now, I'll double check that fact. Wow. Because if it's not true, it's not a fact. <laughs> so just, Talented Ave is currently on the Google machine. There we go. But anyways, yeah, so looking, some of the players you can find on Wikipedia and who composed the tune as well. So anyways, back to the backbeat on DuckTales. Now, uh, with DuckTales, it was only when I picked up guitar a few years later that I realised what was going on with DuckTales. It has that snap going on. Like open chords, bit of fun. Have the guitar here. But in DuckTales, you have this sort of power chord effect going on. A power chord is a short, snappy chord. And it goes... Yeah. It's often like Hall Notes, isn't it? Actually, yeah. Very true. Maybe Hall Notes wrote it. Let's check that out. Oh, man. I'd have even more respect for the two boys <laughs> if they wrote DuckTales. Uh, so, yeah. So, the power chords are a snappy sort of thing to do in the theme tune. So, it was only years later when I picked up guitar, I went, hold on. That's that thing. Now, the cool thing about TV themes is that, let's say... Kids are watching them. A couple of years, their ears are taking in all the musical elements of the theme tune. And even though they don't know what staccato is, they don't know what, let's say, power chords are. If they were watching DuckTales, if it was a younger kid or an older kid now, they'd have those stored in their head. And when they pick up an instrument, all you'd have to say is, do you know what? Make it sound like DuckTales. And there'll be some part of the brain that goes, short, snappy, quick, tight. You know, there'll be yeah. all these words, which is pretty cool for just saying ducktails. 
And the thing is then, you have jazz chords in a lot of these TV tunes too, like after that. And then we get And uh, with those elements, then you could take out the melodies as well. So you'd have the chords and you'd have the power chords and the musical elements, which I think is a good value for listening to TV themes. So that is a brief bit about DuckTales and a glimpse into my childhood. So yeah. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. Like when myself and Dave started talking about them, like it's mad when you're playing that. Like I can even hear that, that, that chop that you use a lot on the acoustic. Yeah. Like, yeah it's right yeah. there. So there's no doubt that these these things really influenced our playing. Like, uh, next one up for me, Pit of the Fool, <laughs> of course, has to be the A Team. I'm just looking up here best t- TV theme songs of all time. Oh, Friends is there too. Yeah, that was more teenage years. Yeah, we will do our teens again. Yeah, I had on my learning done at that stage. <laughs> I had shut down in my teenage years. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. As soon as I turned thirteen. All the information in the universe had been assimilated into my brain. It's perfect. <laughs> I lost it again somewhere along the way. So the reason the A-Team is such a big one for drummers is because, of course, it has that big intro with the voiceover at the start. I keep singing Star Wars because I can't. I keep mixing up the two of them. But you know your man saying the 1972, a crack of unit, whatever it is. Like, that's all drums underneath there. Now, it's really peculiar because when I was young... I didn't have, I wouldn't have had a clue how to even go about <coughs> considering how that was played on a drum. But it's, it went in there because uh, I can hear now, I, I'm such a stickler for the rudiments now, you know, I love them. And I love the skill of them and the control in the hands of getting your technique right and getting your rudiments right. And I have no doubt that the A-Team played a big part in that because there's such a peculiar sound on like drumline or snare drumming um, in particular from the States that doesn't really occur anywhere in traditional Irish music or in country and Irish music or a lot of the Irish music or a lot of music I would have been exposed to when I was a kid naturally so we'd say we would have done a lot of Irish dancing as well when we were kids and Cayleys and my man would have had Galway Bay FM, Midwest Radio, those kind of things on. Predominantly country and Irish. Now, there's a lot of drumming in those songs. But this whole thing of the... was so foreign and my ear was drawn to it straight away, even before I took up the drums. So I think that that intro on the A-Team has had a huge influence on... Right back from the start, like on me being uh, kind of drawn towards the technical side of drumming because a lot of drummers do let that slide because let's face it it's more fun to do the weights in the gym get your tattoos get your sweat on thrash around on the cymbals for a while and be a legend on stage that is one of the funnest things while playing drums not particularly learning your left hand technique and having everything off to a precision uh, or, or a really precise uh, level you know so a lot of people when they're learning the drums when it comes to technique practice, it's just like, oh man, can we not just hammer around in the rock beat for a while? 
And then you go, no, you have to learn your five stroke roll. And that all that stuff, anyway, there's so many rudiments in the A team, there's no point going into it. But it's a great one for kids to listen back to. And then, of course, as it breaks out of the, the intro, there's this amazing orchestral piece then that that takes place afterwards with loads of syncopation uh, between the orchestra and the drums. So So the suppose because it was a TV theme and it is one theme that runs through in particular a lot of the 70s and 80s theme songs is heavy syncopation and loads of offbeats because all the pieces are orchestral and they're all really it's going to sound really obvious but they're all orchestrated in a very particular way written to almost go against each other like in counterpoint where the rhythm of the violins will go against the rhythm of the drums to have that really dramatic effect it's like it's the A team <laughs> and I even remember the snare roll goes with the bullets going across oh, the wow. A team remember that no, no oh yeah so the little bullet holes come across the A team just go oh it's a legend so A team is a great one to listen to and definitely again like Joe 90 created a desire in me to find out how to play all that fancy snare stuff at the start and still stays with me my playing to today not me not many people know that i'm a stickler for the rudiments because i don't go into them too often but uh yeah i love them mad into them so anyway the nice. a-team have a listen I was laughing there when you were saying about the bullets. I was like, I don't think I watch much TV shows with bullets when I was a kid. And then I'm about to do Power Rangers here. And I thought, well, the Power Rangers went around like flaking everyone. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's like so. And well, actually, you know, they had guns in the Megazord. Anyways, this isn't a Power Rangers podcast. But what I'm going to do is do the theme of Power Rangers. Again, I think it was when I was 14 and I was learning power chords. And one day... Okay, DuckTales was one revelation, but the next major revelation was when I went. It was a heavy metal song I was doing, so I would have done something like. Yeah, then I went. Evil. Yeah, it's the real intro bit, yeah. Sounds like Metallica. That's the thing, yeah. (laughs) And uh, with it then. So the power chords, and again, it was a thing that made me think of my technique with Pam Newton. Very Master of Puppets-esque. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, oh, it's so yes. like it. And next thing, we'd other power chords then. And for example, not as many TV teams have open chords played in them. Like if I go... But if I go... big part that more people would recognize is the oh, bit, bit too early in the morning for that one <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so basically that was i spent more time practicing the power rangers theme 
my technique came on more learning that theme than it did learning other classic metal bands just because of that bit and it's yeah. insanely fast yeah and i remember when youtube came out first it was one of the first things i would have looked up and went is there any lunatic out there who was a power rangers video put up and sure enough there was you can yeah. check it out so with the technique considerations they're arpeggios and they're played you would need to learn a technique called legato that's hammer-ons and pull-offs to make it sound smooth otherwise you're going which is a bit of a traditional that sort of feel to it so legato is good you have power chords you have your pan muted and <clears throat> oh yeah then the <laughs> and then with the vibrato there to make it sing instead of going so with all those elements there's a lot in the Power Rangers theme uh, that definitely would have influenced my playing and there's nothing like I remember when I was a teenager going you know what it'd be really cool to learn the Power Rangers theme because we're all in secondary now and a lot of us don't watch it anymore most of us don't watch it anymore but the theme, instantly when you play a theme, it can totally bring people back oh, to that childhood state. I'm even like feeling it today as we were talking about yeah. it. I'm, yeah, so I know what I'm going to do now. going to go home and watch some cartoons soon. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say the same. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's unreal. It's funny. I'm starting to wonder now, did my musical preference influence my television preference? Never mad into Power Rangers, I have to say. I think it was just after my time, though. Well, there's like there's a three-year period, like the A-Team now I never watched. Yeah. So there'd be that three-year period where you'd be into like Joe 90 and stuff, where I'd be Power Rangers. and Yeah. Joe 90 and Thunderbirds were and well... Echo Island. Well and truly gone. What? <laughs> Echo Am I Island. supposed to know that? No. Oh, you probably don't, so... No. Echo Island. Oh, yeah. No. There's no real TV team in that one. It's a bit of a joke, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah... Uh, it is funny, all right, how you do go go right back to when you were a kid. Like when you hear these, geez, I, I, I'm right there. I'm put right in front of the television. And um, I suppose it is a good way if if you're worried about, you know, your kid maybe playing too much video games or watching too much YouTube or whatever. They can, like listening to music is one of the main ways of of just learning music it's like reading you know when i'm teaching in school i i just say to the kids like the main thing you do don't try and you know take every spelling out of the book and learn every spelling in the book don't try and say how many verbs are in this sentence for every sentence just read the book just read it word by word read it and understand it and all of a sudden your grammar comes on your spellings come on da, da, da. it's the same with music you're not like saying oh i have to learn gd and whatever this week or you're not saying oh, i have to learn the rap beat this weekend i have to find every song with the rap beat it's not like that you just listen to the music and so many things happen on a subconscious level obviously you need to practice where you're at with your technique but <clears throat> set aside some listening time dying to hear how people are getting out my 30-day challenge actually if anyone actually mine again i'm good me. actually oh good. i gave it to all my students wow yeah taskmaster so yeah yeah no it took it took um a lot of let's say explaining and stuff like that uh but yeah no it's going good brilliant yeah oh it's gonna help them so much oh i already see it chord changes getting quicker and now adding on more things to focus on brilliant yeah, yeah the 30 day challenge is an epic 
Um, but um, I suppose when both of us then, for some reason, we're talking about the differences there and what we know, but both of us then know the ultimate TV theme off by heart. And we'll do the drum roll so anyone can guess what the ultimate TV theme is. Here's your chance. Guess it before we play it. It is... Not that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on now. The ultimate TV theme song of all time is... first name doesn't matter like he's just MacGyver, MacGyver. Yeah. We, give, we call him Matty MacGyver Matty MacGyver yeah <laughs> sounds good <laughs> so uh, yeah MacGyver is the ultimate and if you look up uh, YouTube there's I don't know countless people playing this theme tune mm. on drums anyway I don't know about the guitar yeah guitar oh too. my god like there's about I'd say there's about 50 drum covers of it it's such a popular theme tune it's so class and there's, <clears throat> there's no doubt that for me, like myself and my brother were huge MacGyver fans. And more so than the episodes, the way they had the, the intro sequence cut with all of the like explosions and the little snipping the wires and mm-hmm. doing all that stuff over that music, it was always the intro part that was like, oh my God, MacGyver's on, yes! <laughs> you know, it was the best part of the whole show so definitely without realising it the music of this was what drew me to that show definitely I have no doubt now when I look back on it because I watched an episode oh god it must be 10 years ago now it's a little bit unimpressed really? kind of ruined it for me a little bit yeah I did oh man yeah did you go back yet? I did alright I watched one in college one day on YouTube I was like I was really busy oh, so yes, I said I, better, I was really busy in college so I said you know what I better go on this new site called YouTube and watch some MacGyver so um, it really served me uh, but no uh, what was it no I watched it alright and yeah I was fairly let down yeah Night Rider kind of has that buzz but not as much yeah Night Rider another classic theme song yeah. but I think if you were to do a vote worldwide I'd say MacGyver will come out on top for theme songs it's so good Oh, it's class. Yeah. I'd say I'd say it would be the most iconic. I'd say the A team would also be up there. But anyway, um I go back and have a listen to MacGyver. Like there's so much in it. There's too much in it to go into now. Like we'd be all day going into mm. all the different bits. We've probably done too much on the ones we were talking about already. Um but we might break down MacGyver another day when we it'll probably take a full episode to do it. Yeah. Uh also we will do another couple of podcasts on movies. Yeah. The music from movies, again, which is hugely important, and also the music from video games, which again has a huge influence on your playing because uh, probably more than most nowadays, the video games, you could be sitting there for, God, I I don't know how long, five hours, listen to music in the background while you're playing a video game. Uh, So we will have a podcast on video games again someday. And we maybe do the MacGyver breakdown, but definitely have a have a look at MacGyver and just other classic theme tunes. I'm not even sure what's out there nowadays. I know that in my classroom, I will hear possibly twenty five to thirty times a day. Ba 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 ba. All day, every day. Which apparently is Ali A. I don't even know. 
who that is. I know Alex. who Ali G is. Ali G, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he on your relation to his? It probably is, yeah, cousin. <laughs> uh, Ali A is uh, <laughs> is a YouTuber or something. I don't know. All the lads in my class watch him. <laughs> Just the lads, I think. Not so much the girls. But that's his team tune. And you can hear that having an effect, effect on them already. Uh, so I'm sure when they're our age and they listen back to Ali A, they'll be like, oh. Now, the lads did put it on one day. And uh, it's kind of like a disco emo no emd okay EMD kind of vibe yeah it's pretty cool actually cool i was impressed well that means too like when they take up an instrument there's some pattern built in there yeah for the years that they know some chromatic stuff sorry not chromatic stuff but they know a pattern of notes yeah absolutely yeah and they like they all know the piece where he does this build up like and a do 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 and then it's like three two one drop it and it goes into the riff then and like they all love that part the three two one drop it sure that there by its by itself is already like lining up the beats and them aligning totally and quavers to too drop it like exactly yeah and learning how to uh, how to count in as well nice so one. there's loads of stuff so. Uh, not too au fait with the modern stuff but at least that's one anyways place to start that's one more than I have <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah I might wrap it there for today yeah so. cool thanks for listening everyone if you have any questions comments otherwise please get in touch uh, you can find me on Facebook under Dave Donahue or under the guitar coach uh, yeah you can find me on uh, Drumador or at Amy Craddock and questions always welcome if you want to drop me a line there Thanks for listening, folks. Catch you soon. See you later.